Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? Bad Etiquette listeners, it's your host, Dallas Bronson, and I'm joined here today with a very, very special guest, my good friend, Casey Mardix. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for having me. Yeah, this I'm happy to have you here. Exciting. I, w- I went for a walk today um, around Beatty Park, and it reminded me that you wanted to learn how to ollie. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, should I hit up Casey? We can fucking do a podcast, because I yeah. definitely need to fucking be on top of this shit. Yeah. <sighs> I'm excited. So. I'm excited for that too, because that's yeah. a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Even looking at our boards, I'm realizing how much longer mine is than yours. Yeah, how I was talking about that earlier. Yeah, I just fucking, I'll just break them, just breaking them left and right. Honestly, if we don't break a board today, like, why am I even bothering trying to learn to skate? Oh man, um, I'll probably break mine today if we skate somewhere. I could probably break it without trying. Okay. Well, like don't it's a try. little bit older, and oh, I could definitely break it trying. There's right. nothing. <laughs> it's a little piece of wood, and yeah. like, anyways, um, how are you? How are you this November? How was your Halloween? It was. It was okay. I didn't do too much. Um, I just kind of relaxed. I went to the bar as as did everyone else. Mm-hmm. Got sloppy. That was nice. good. Um, Halloween was chill. Did yeah. you go to the bar on Halloween? I didn't. No, yeah, no. I did. It was fucking awful. Really? So stupid. Yeah. Just kind of the same old, but less people. Um, yeah, exactly. And there was just like, it, it was funny. It was like, this is when like the, like slutty costumes were out. Oh, and I was like, Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, okay. Cause it was like the fun ones were like the weekend before, but then Halloween's like, now it's, I have to dress like a slut. Right. I mean, I have no complaints about that personally. Mm. So mm. I was, I was dressed as a slut on Halloween too. I just did my <laughs> underwear. Was, uh, pretty much it. What was your costume? Uh, I was a koala. I was a, a koala. Cute koala bear. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you had the Australian flag. Yeah, I did. And then people kept confusing me for dingoes and other sorts no, of creatures. The fucking, the most obvious Australian thing is a koala bear. Yeah. Well, think, uh, kangaroos, I guess, but that I didn't oh, look yeah, like a kangaroo at no, all. No, no. It was yeah. big and gray. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know what colors kangaroos really are. I think they're brown. I think they're brown. I think they're brown. I think that's racist. You know, I, <laughs> I'm going to slowly back out of that one. That's a, that's a close one for sure. Yeah. No, people get fun. Uh, people are funny. Um, I realize how easy it is to like, uh, not that that made you uncomfortable, but to like make people uncomfortable, but just yeah. like saying something like that. Yeah. Like if you even threaten to like pretend, like pretend to call someone racist, yeah. they go, whoa, 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 hey, that's not what I meant. It, right. They fucking just they start backpedaling really hard and it's yeah like, oh, god like nothing's fun anymore when it comes to that when i'm called out on stuff like that it's more of a stop think make sure what you said wasn't racist mm-hmm. and then deal then, with then, it from there and then you can go yeah yeah i uh i think much much after the the fact of what i said has been <laughs> fucking said yeah as you guys can tell yeah. on the podcast i'm very sorry I mean, if they're listening 40 episodes deep, they probably don't have an issue. Well, some people are just starting right now. Actually, if you guys are starting right now, thank you very much. This is beautiful. I'm so happy that you're joining me and uh, Casey for episode 40. This is a big deal to me. Have you ever done anything for 40 weeks in a row or like done anything for um, how many months has it been? 11 months in a row. Um, 
nothing of significance as far as like a hobby. I mean, besides neither, neither have I. Besides specific gaming, but that's you know that's more of an addiction than something that I'm going out and trying to make sure that I get done. Is gaming an addiction? Um, I think it can be. I think I think for for me, it's a way to kind of escape from the monotony of the day to day, and so in a way, it's. I'd say it's an addiction in terms of um, I need it to kind of feel centered. Um, but beyond that, I wouldn't say like I've been three weeks without gaming now. So um, really, yeah, not not you intentionally gamed in three weeks. Uh, mobile games here and there. Okay, but for the most part, no. So it's like a little like a little little hit, a little hit, yeah, a little hit. That's funny. Single single little drag. That's a trip. Um, you're someone I associate heavily with video games, especially uh, you and Cody. Like mentally, I feel like uh, when I was over at your guys' apartment and you had that whole setup, yeah, and it looked like were you guys what were you guys doing like a Twitch stream or something? Or uh, when you came over, I think we were either streaming or recording videos of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I. You know what's so funny? I want to say that that planted the seed in my head a long time ago. Mm. That that was like fuck, like. I can be doing something else with my time too. Yeah. Cause like, even though I can't relate to video games and I don't, yeah. I don't get most of the subculture and like a lot of it's just envy. Cause I grew up poor and I never had video games. Right. Um, I was like, so impressed. I was like, they're fucking doing something and they're like making an effort. And it was like a really big deal. And it made me actually, I didn't, I, I'm just realizing this now talking to you like that mm-hmm. was a, a big eye opener as far as what people's connectivity to video games were. Well, I'm, I'm glad to have done that for you because that's 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 uh that's pretty big. Cause yeah, in in some in some like uh small way, it, I think it helped this happen too. Believe it or not. Yeah. Like men, they planted like a seed in in this garden of the Bad Etiquette Podcast, folks. That makes me feel very special. So thank you. Thank yeah, you. I think. Well, I'm just now realizing, man, that was a fucking that was a trip. You guys had like a whole setup, like it, a command center. I mean, that was that was like a kind of a day-to-day thing for me um yeah. is it was that kind of setup well, what did you guys do day-to-day then um, what did you do day-to-day uh really just twitch streaming different video games um youtube videos back in the day i haven't mm-hmm. done that in a long time but um dang maybe you can help me make a youtube video yeah absolutely <laughs> I'm, i'd be super down i have no that's how fucking like techno tarded i am i have <laughs> no i love that term i love that term so much right, yeah, thank yeah, you. yeah i'll have to oh, i'm writing that one down yeah who knew who knows how significant that's going to be coined yeah. on the this this episode yeah. um that i have no idea i've never uploaded a youtube video um i spelled techno tarted wrong just now even though i fucking invented the word i mean i think that's yeah. just that makes sense yeah. it works <laughs> well i'm not i'm not english ignorant i'm not right. fucking illiterate um <laughs> but like i don't, i've never uploaded a video i don't know how people do it i don't know how people do any of that shit yeah what is twitch streaming even like what is the purpose of that what is uh it's another form of entertainment really just for uh you know instead of sitting and watching television you're Mm -hmm. sitting and watching someone do something that you enjoy you can learn from and then also um just people okay i mean for me as someone who was on the other side actually being the streamer it was about you know just staying live right Mm -hmm. like giving something people want to watch to stay involved with mm-hmm. and, and come back regularly for so okay so i i don't even consider the fact that it could be like educational as far as people teaching you what to do and oh like yeah video games and how to like up your 
level of playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a trip. That's such fucking a, awesome. Like, I love optimization. Like yeah, that. yeah. And that's that's one of the big things too with with streaming is that there's live feedback for it too. So beyond just oh, I'm gonna go watch a YouTube tutorial mm-hmm. on how to do X, oh, you, y, you get and to Z. interact. Yeah, yeah, you can chat with the streamer and they can live on the spot respond to you. That's awesome. Which is huge. Yeah, that'd be cool to have a uh, a podcast where people could respond. I did like a live video on the Instagram yeah. a couple nights ago and I did it at the hotel and it was like I had my own little podcast with these people responding you know there's like eight listeners tops I think the whole two hours right it was a lot of fun I, I mean like eight viewers took, eight, eight listeners is it's nothing to shy away from That's, I mean yeah it was fun and um I like took them on like a haunted tour of the hotel kind of that yeah. was really fun yeah not really like a haunted one but it was just like it was super creepy and I just got to interact with some people I fucking loved that it was like I felt so cozy yeah. in like a weird way like I felt like oh because that job can be kind of very isolated feeling right. I mean, there's a lot of loneliness with that job that i never thought i'd feel i don't feel lonely very often but sometimes at that job i'm like i just wish someone was up to like hang out and talk to right. so i might have to do these live videos at work more honestly it's it's not a bad idea and then mm. something with twitch too they have a whole radio show talk show podcast section okay. um wow. where, oh okay you can also stream from your phone and everything if really? that's something you wanted to do yeah. okay so twitch isn't just like a video game oriented thing oh no i mean it started out as that uh-huh. but it's spread there's a there's a real life section as far as people literally just walking around vlogging but live oh. um and then there are you know set up podcast type <laughs> shows um there's an artistic feel like uh section where people can just be working on whatever art they're working on mm-hmm. and streaming at the same time um they recently introduced a weed section <laughs> specifically for people who want to just sit and smoke weed and stream it. I got um, like contact high when you said that. Yeah. That's how fucking, uh, <laughs> it's, it's another, that honestly, that's, that's kind of another world. Uh, I I've only delved into a couple of weed streams, that's but, funny. uh, Dude, you're blowing my mind right now. I'm yeah. literally like trying to compute all this while you're telling me. <laughs> and I'm like, don't be boring. I'm trying to like fucking download this information right. while you're f- telling me. And I'm yeah. like, all right, remember, he's a guest. I got to <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, take your time with it. There's a there's a lot to it for sure. Take your time with that idiot. <laughs> I mean, OK, so to be fair, though, like um, yeah. I had been stream like I started streaming and stuff 11 mm-hmm. years ago. So it's been a consistent kind of learning process. Yeah. Don't expect you to pick it up oh of course not. Up right now well i don't even know like so what kind of cameras do you use do you have a camera that's uh, yeah okay. uh just kind of a webcam um okay. more high-end streamers will use uh ip webcams or ip cams so well, what's ip webcam is that so a an, brand uh, so well no an ip cam is essentially just a wireless webcam that or a camera that can connect to your network and act as a webcam so it's okay. it's how kind of more modern broadcasting is done um okay. when you're out at an event There'll be, you know, cameras following the action or whatever wireless and it'll, those are sometimes on lower end events, IP cams and as opposed to like, you know, oh. radar satellite type stuff. Well, um, as a viewer, what do you appreciate about like the quality of those or they, is that just like a of base like, level thing, like an entry level thing? No. So I, IP cams are something that you generally go into later on and it's, okay. it's exclusively for just the quality of the camera itself. Well, that's getting, what I'm thinking yeah. is because I would hate to provide some, like the earlier episodes of this podcast, like I was happy to release them, but I was also like, I know the quality isn't great. Right. And I know that, um, w- w- the quality has been so much better since like the de- teens in the episode because yeah. of, uh, cause of JLo. So, right. 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 Yeah. Um, 
the it's really just the the baseline quality. Other than that, you know, people start out streaming without mm-hmm. webcams, and then even when they do include webcams, oftentimes it's just janky laptop cams or yeah, you know, I have a laptop camera. I have a fucking piece of jujitsu tape over my. Yeah. laptop camera right now so the fbi agent can't see what you're doing <laughs> i just i'm so like you know what i saw that fucking picture mm-hmm. of zuckerberg had a piece of tape over his computer yeah. and i was like listen if this if he, cocksucker yeah. has one over it i'm fucking putting one yeah over it. honestly it's not a, it's not a bad idea i like to i like to poke fun at it because i'm completely zero private like i don't mm-hmm. my privacy just doesn't i don't care about it really well yeah also i think i'm just worried about the i don't want to see I want. I don't want to have people see the enthusiasm I get when I look at porn. Right, and right. I just don't need that. Yeah, uh, that's totally fair. That's totally also, fair. if I need, if I have any more people point out my lazy eye or when I'm talking and it goes lazy, I'm gonna fucking lose it. I'm just gonna fucking. I have never noticed you having a lazy eye. In my well, eye. It, it's um. It's not a constant. It's like I, it will get lazy. Okay. It'll like get tired and it'll just go. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I mean, same. So it's not a. It's not a huge. That's not a huge deal. Yeah. Like. Uh, I wonder if um I want to know if like the weed or alcohol has any influence on my optic nerve getting all fucking crooked and going looking the other way. When you were doing sober October, did you notice a difference or? I honestly, at the end there, I felt like it was happening a lot. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, man!" So the opposite effect from what I was thinking, because I was thinking, "Oh, the it, everything would cause you to all the substances would cause you to like loosen up, mm-hmm. and therefore your eyes would drift more." But if it's something that maybe calms your you know optic mm-hmm. nerves then well then also i can if you consider the fact that people use weed when they have glaucoma and they right. have like eye issues um maybe that has some sort of like sedating or like muscle like um relaxing feel and it's making i feel like your muscles relax is gonna be lazy it's gonna be right. fucking rolling all over the place right right yeah i didn't even think about that yeah oh my god i think i just realized what joe cerny's costume was I didn't see it. I think he was, um, because <laughs> he had an eye. Fuck, I think he was, you watch Sunny? Uh, I've seen, I've okay, seen you're Sunny. useless to me. Anyways, uh, if you haven't, I've seen, I need the, you're not useless. Are your feelings hurt? I'm sorry. Useless, thank you. Useless. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think of the character now. I'm so out of the loop with Sunny. I stopped it like season nine or 10 during like on season 18 or something. Really? No, it's like season 15 or 16. I mean, that's still... That's a lot of seasons. That's a lot of seasons. Dude, I'm really yeah. trying to... I wish I could get Kylie to... Because uh, this should be like her office. Like, I wish we could replace the office with Always Sunny because it's right on the same level. Yeah. Without a doubt. The fact that people go back and watch tons of r- repeats of The Office, it, it's like that's how you watch Sunny too. Right. Like, that's when you can totally do that. It's fucking hilarious. The yeah. shit you don't catch the first time, just the funny ass. I don't know. Same crew of people. There's like there's like the the home base feeling of yeah. the bar they're in. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And then you know when they venture out, I think the only uh, difference is it doesn't have the like real feel of like a documentary camera. Right. Maybe right. people appreciate that a little more. Yeah. And I assume because with the office a big appeal for it, I feel like is just people's just it's relatable to so many like such mm-hmm. a broad range of people i personally don't really watch the office um Nerd. it's uh well it's a matter with you aren't you too, american it's too awkward for me it's too awkward it's for too you too awkward for me yeah it's, I, I love that you know i used to hate awkward moments yeah that used to be my least favorite thing now mm-hmm. like the more awkward it's just like i feel so alive 
Interesting. Teach it's, me your ways because that's... You need to uh, cope. Yeah. <laughs> you need to cope with awkwardness. Yeah. Um, it It's such a pocket of character growth that people let slip out of their fingers, yeah. I think. When there's an awkward moment, it provides you with so many opportunities to uh, really stand out as an individual, whether... Mm-hmm. Just just based on how you handle this situation. Yeah. Because even if you're trying to mend a situation mm-hmm. or make a situation not awkward, you're you're trying. You're right. giving it a fucking try. You're right. making progress so much better than someone not training themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think um, like being in a relationship with someone for a long time, like I am, there's a lot of awkward moments that right. happen between not just the two of us, but the two of us and then like another person in mm-hmm. the equation um whether it's like introducing someone or like someone like for example this uh i went to the bar when kylie and her friend were there celebrating her friend's 21st birthday okay and there was this dude who was like all over kylie and he was like an old man he was like in his 50 not old right. man he's in his 50s but right. and he was like he kept putting his arm like on kylie's waist and shit and i was like okay fucker like it, Can you it, not? Yeah. It made me well. Well, it was like yeah, definitely like hey. I was like hey, don't do that. You yeah. need to stop. Yeah, and I had to say something, but he kept doing it, and I was like okay, he's very harmless. Um, I'm totally opposed to violence because it just. I mean, I love watching violence. Right, right, I right, love right, violence. Right, right. I love cultural violence. It's amazing. Yeah, but um, like I, I will not get in an altercation if it's not worth like protecting someone or dying for you know absolutely. what I mean like I'm, same way I only do it to protect my life or the life of someone I care about absolutely no other reason to be in so I was like okay I'm not just gonna like fucking but I was fuming I yeah. was really try- I had to control myself yeah of like okay and he was like shooting pool with them and um and then Kylie would like walk away and then I found this out later he was like asking for her number like non-stop after like we established I'm the fucking boyfriend yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. This fucking miserable. They had to kick him out of the bar because he was so, like, gross and drunk. And, really? Yeah. So it, it wasn't like I was just letting some, like, lucid person hit on my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like this drunk dude was just fucking... Nonstop. Yeah. So I had to, like, really control myself. And then I was like, I hope... I, I was also thinking, like, I hope this is... I hope Kylie appreciates me not being, like, a fucking aggro asshole yeah like a lot of people expect me to be yeah um or yeah would expect me to be right and just kind of handling it very calmly yeah so it was a very the whole situation is awkward like my whole chest is tightening up just talking about it because of how awkward it was so yeah (sighs) but also a learning experience for i think all fronts except for the drunk guy because probably well i think what i learned is that i need to uh be a little more um I need to speak up a little yeah. more, be a little more authoritative in right. that situation. Cause the reason I was getting upset, cause Kylie wasn't getting upset. She was having fun with it. She was okay. like, she was, you know, talking shit yeah. to him and, and she handles herself very well. Also, yeah. Yeah. she was drinking. I wasn't drinking. So she'd probably like, you know, a little, the whole situation more comfortable. Was different. Yeah. Yeah, whole yeah. Si- that's another thing. It was during sober October. So I was like totally sober yeah. and just watching this happen. And uh, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, you started talking about just like older drunk ass at the bar and I immediately got a picture of like three different dudes that could yeah, be like a dude. Totally. It's wild. It's fucking, I hate bar scenes. 
I this I like, they I, suck. They I suck? like I like really hate the bar. I'll I'll, I'll go to like mm-hmm. you know support the show or you know if friends are invite me out. Yeah, I'm there for sure. Yeah. But that's more for the social interaction than it mm-hmm. is you're, for the you're bar. You're down for the hang, but you're yeah. not down for the environment. Yeah, I, you will never catch me going to a bar just to go no, like by myself no, or I, there has to be a friend there i never yeah. just hey what's going on just pop my head in yeah you know i you like we usually go for the hang and we know who's going to be there yeah. same group of people i like the um reliability of it the like uh familiarity yeah oh absolutely excuse me aspect to it right um, so there's that to it um but not drinking I thought I was going to have a, because when I used to not drink before, yeah, I'd get super annoyed at drunk people. Right. I just didn't want to have anything to do with them. Was this before or after you had already started drinking and stuff? This is before. Okay. okay. And then even moments when I had taken months off, because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do like a 30 day no drink like all the time. Okay. You know, that would be like, I'll do that once or twice a year. Okay. Oh, um, so I've done that before and still gotten extremely annoyed at drunk people. I'm just like, I fucking can't stand these people. Right. And I've been around the same people sober this last month mm-hmm. and thought, oh, they're, I'm fine. I grew. They, you know, they, they're still annoying, but I'm not as annoyed at right, them. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm like, my tolerance level for that's getting up there and kind of understand these people better. So that's, um, that's so great. being at the bar, I thought that was going to happen to have the same thing where I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking hate this and be annoyed at everyone. Yeah. Just felt like I was in a fucking on a movie set or like a TV show. Yeah. Also, um, when you, are the sober person around you look like a fucking god amongst these slobbery men oh yeah yeah it's gross i i i feel like you're directing that at me over how uh, no okay what'd you, what'd you do oh I, at the hollow at the the uh circus, circus uh show uh-huh. yeah i just i felt like i was just like clinging to you for safety no. i felt like well, i was drowning I mean, there not that you weren't yeah. but i was also like <laughs> i was clinging to you okay. for like yeah. uh fucking ground me please yeah. i need to have some sort of anchor yeah I, I mean like and i wasn't i it was, was a symbiotic relationship that makes me feel real good because yeah, i was course. i was a ball of anxiety that night i showed up and it, it was just already you handled everyone. yourself well thank you i think you did thank you because i feel like at least um you handled yourself well in the aspect that like i wasn't concerned as much about you i thought you were I could approach you on my own accord, not yeah. because I thought, oh no, he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I appreciate it. Because I know what it's like to be like fucking uncomfortable and it's yeah. like, shit, dude, my friend, I got to look out for my friend if they're yeah. feeling not good and I have the power to make them feel okay. Like, hell yeah. Right. Lend, lend a hand. Yeah. So. And that anxiety probably attributed to me thinking that I was just clinging. Oh, yeah. See, poorly, that's hilarious. So that's, yeah, yeah. See, no. Cool. Yeah. And I, you know, I'll let you know. You know yeah. me, I'm not afraid to say yeah. something. To I do someone. appreciate that. Well, that's yeah. good. Some people don't appreciate it anymore. <laughs> I think it uh I think it's important um I think it's important to call people out on certain aspects to have them be able to grow. If you're never if you never have your if you never have your flaws pointed out, like how, how are you supposed to like realize it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Someone told me I had a dad bod, so yeah. I was very uh I Which w- is- wanted to go. Unfamiliar. I immediately started uh, working out harder that like within that hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I, like I, I saw you doing about three hundred push-ups outside the bar right there. Yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. Yeah, it was fucking horrible. Yeah, fucking. I started doing chin-ups. Like also, like, if you have a dad bod, and... I'm literally just blob. Oh man, like, that's, 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 that's not a thing. Fucking. <laughs> I, I I thought I didn't have a dad bod you in don't. the first place, so I fucking every time I look in the mirror now, I'm just like, gotta fucking murder this thing. You know what? Yeah. That's what something that was great about not drinking was the fucking 
weight loss. Yeah. But and I started, I drank the November 1st, gained it all back. Right back. Really? 100%. Okay. Wow. It was, it, it, the, the fact that it took like a whole month to lose like six solid pounds and yeah. then one night to just bring it right back. That's insane. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking. I don't want to drink anymore. I just like the, I, it was so weird. I haven't felt good like looking in the mirror like that, like mm. in this area in a long time. Right. I was like, this isn't bad. It's getting somewhere. And then just bloated one day. piece of trash. Yeah. Horrible. That's rough. <sighs> on the plus side, alcohol or on the downside, alcohol. Either way, weight's coming and going, huh? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. If you guys want to move up in a weight class, just drink IPAs. I think that was a problem. I had nothing but beer. Just this big fucking whatever the fuck's in beer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Hockey I don't do beer. Like, what do you drink? Uh, liquor, uh, mixed drinks, shots. What's your favorite? What's your go-to when you go to a bar? What do you order first? Uh, AMS or, usually. Adios, motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a I'm a fan of tequila. I I love That's me some good. tequila. Well, tequila, um, tequila's good. I'm told is a really pure alcohol. Okay. And uh, a lot of people on keto drink, they drink tequila, tequila, taquito. <laughs> I get it. Um, yeah. Oh, that's good. So sorry. Uh, tequila <laughs> and whiskey. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Those it, are actually two of my choices. Yeah. So things. apparently those are like the, like, if not healthiest because right. alcohol is not healthy. Right. No alcohol is healthier, folks. Right. Um, they're the like go-to as far as keeping you in ketosis or keeping yourself like fucking, I don't know, good to know. whatever they do. Well, my other choice is Jaegers, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love a Jaeger bomb. I've only had one. That shit's so good. Really? I don't know what the fuck everyone oh, else is talking about as I, far as uh, not liking those. That's I can't stand people who, people who don't like Jaeger bombs. I just like, I don't need that negativity in my life. Oh my like God. it's People who don't like Jaeger, I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you not control yourself one night, idiot? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, usually, what it is. that's usually what it is. That's my problem with Fireball. I can still drink Fireball once in a while, but for the most part, for the most part, I just avoid it. Um, also, some people just don't like black licorice, which is <laughs> I ate a which whole, is fun. I ate a whole box of black licorice there you in go. October. Well, then I could have just that, that yeah. was my Jaeger mix. There you go. That was my Jaeger fix. Yeah. Also, if you ever want to do Jaeger bombs, let me know. Oh, um, well, yeah, it turns out I'm not drinking anymore. So, maybe. well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> we'll see how long this Take lasts. Take that six again. pounds back off. Yeah. No, I fucking I had a beer last night, like an asshole. What kind of beer? Um, what is this? What is this? This is a. Fig Mountain Hurricane Deck Double India Pale Ale. This is not a commercial. Um, yeah, check it out. I just, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't even think I finished it, but I, I just, I ate something late at night and I was like, I need something to drink. And I looked in the fridge and there was water or milk. And I was like, this is not going to do because I'm pretty sure the milk's sour and I already have water. You know, like yeah. that's one of my biggest downfalls is like, I want something to drink yeah. with the food I eat Yeah. other than water. Totally depressing when it's not. Yeah. But, yeah. Same way. Also, I, I do. I don't drink beer, but I do love labels. I'm a oh yeah, yeah big label. I, design I, love, stuff, so. I, I I'm so marketable or so yeah. marketed too. I swear, right. like a good cool logo or label, I'm all about it. I'm like, ooh, what's this? This is interesting. I bought this because this just looks cool. This mug. Yeah. What does it say? It's um. Well, this okay. is Abraham Lincoln, and okay. he had chopped a tree down, and it uh, it says hashtag conquer right there. Okay. Um, it's by this company on it. It's okay. a supplement company. Um, it says, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend five sharpening the axe, I think. First four? Yeah. First four, First four sharpening, sharpening the axe. axe. Yeah. That's a phenomenal thing. Also, just 
the fact that they went with see when I look at something like that it goes oh the matte it's a matte black cup yeah with like the shiny shimmering gold mm-hmm. it looks so good it's clean uh, yeah I, I, it was like on oh I got it because it was on sale I'm a right. cheap ass too but honestly I got it almost entirely because of this like etching this wood etching looking yeah. Lincoln I tried to because I want I was like oh, I want that so I could look at it and try to draw that that's awesome yeah I'd get this tattooed on me I think that looks badass that's pretty sick yeah have I, you tried drawing it yet um yo yeah it was horrible it yeah. was a <laughs> <fucking> mistake <laughs> it was a fucking should not have done that yeah yeah oh my god have you ever chopped a tree um no 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 I actually didn't learn you know what my dad was camping out at the uh, river something or other out here. The the riverbed? The not ri- the river River bed. Park? River Park. There river you go. Park, okay. And we, he, he was, we were like cooking fucking steaks on the grill or whatever yeah. and chopping wood. And I was like, hey, dad, I don't know how to chop wood. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I should have been teaching you this. Because he, cause he right. had, uh, he and my mom split up like twice during my childhood okay so i had like a couple like years without him yeah or like a couple uh like developmental years where he wasn't around yeah and he didn't teach me how to chop firewood right so i had to teach so i had to learn how recently and i still have never chopped down a tree i was actually in the california conservation corps for about mm, two days uh and i was gonna learn how to uh I was going to be like, you know, the, one of the options is to be a sawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, chop down trees with yeah. a fucking chainsaw. Because I want to be a firefighter. Oh, okay. And yeah. that's the, I, that was like the best route to do it. My friend Juan had done it. I, right. I think I'm going to have him on if he's ever not fucking putting wildfires out in California. Right. So I'll probably never talk to him because his place is always on fire. Yeah. Uh, how does, how does like, so I was always under the assumption that you join the Conservation Corps and you're just kind of, you you're you're there, you're trained and you... You just do it. How do you go about leaving after two days? How does that work exactly? Um, so I, this is like the first time I had left like the nest in my entire life. Okay. I had tried moving out the summer before. It didn't work out. It fell through and I was like, okay, that sucked. So then I was like, all right, here's another option. And this is really embarrassing. It's been like six years uh, yeah. since that happened. <laughs> Still yeah. at home with mom. Um, I went and I joined conservation corps. I went and had like interview at the recruitment thing or whatever. Um, I think that I was going to do it with Gilberto. Okay. And I can't remember if they just didn't accept him or didn't, he didn't want to do it and he just didn't go. Mm. So I went alone and that sucks because I was like, okay, now I'm fucking alone. And then just like the first night there, I was just so, like they, my mom brother dropped me off in the middle of the night at this camp in um, slow next to the National Guard base, and mm-hmm. I'm in like this mess hall or like this like uh, rec hall with like a bunch of random people, and they're all watching like The Walking Dead on TV or something, and I'm just sitting there super uncomfortable. I find a book; it's like an old um, Jack something with a fucking wolf book i can't think of it right now um white fang jack london there you go okay um i tried reading that and i was like wow i'm gonna be like this This is gonna how my life's gonna go and i just like then there's a pool table and i was like oh shit all right i'm getting a little more comfortable with this i'll go up to the pool table worst cue sticks in my life i literally fucking go and hit the cue ball and the stick breaks oh shit my fucking hands and i go fuck and then i try again and i do the same thing except i pop the ball 
because it's just like the worst cue ever and right. i'm so nervous to be like alone with a bunch yeah. of people i have i have no idea who the fuck these people are yeah. and then they literally uh i fucking hop the ball gets knocked off the table i'm like <laughs> like looking around just like the most embarrassed like nervous teenager just yeah no idea what i'm doing and then afterwards they line us all up outside with our, like, our luggage and like um i forget what the chant was but we had to like line up and say something and like yell something and then like march into the barracks and it was like this is like prison or not prison this is like like a like boot dude, camp like it was like it was, definitely it was a boot camp but yeah. it was like it reminded me more of a uh, jail okay i was like okay it's like we're in jail and then i was talking i was talking to one of the people um because it was me and like a bunch of f- like fuck-ups yeah. you know and i was like this is like jail what the fuck and yeah. one of the dudes like this is just like grizzly uh academy and i was like what the fuck is that he's like it's like the like boot camp like jail it's like the camp you don't you know you don't go to jail but you go to juvie you go to grizzly and he's like i'm like what the fuck that's what i thought i was like what is this shit wait so they put the conservation corps in the same grouping as like like boys camp kind of kind of i think well i mean the first week okay and and this isn't all this is a bit of a story for the two days i was there right right um So we go into the barracks and like we, I can't sleep the whole night. I'm alone. I'm in the corner. I get like whatever bunk I want. Horrible bed. I can't like lift my head up without hitting the top bunk. And I'm like, fuck mm-hmm. me. You know, I think I have everything I need. I have like my laptop and like I have my fucking clothes. And then I'm texting. And this is before I met Kylie. And I'm, I feel like I was texting her at one point And I was just like, fuck, I'm never going to be able to go meet her now. Right. This sucks. Like I'm really far away. Yeah. You know? And that thought entered my head. And then like I fucking couldn't like piss or take a shit in these fucking urinals with everyone. We, um, you couldn't, I didn't shower when I was there and like everyone was like, cause it was like, none of us wanted to go shower. We're all like young men. We're all like 18, 19, 20 at the most. We don't want to go in a shower and everyone stared at our dicks. Yeah. You know, we were like, fuck this big open showers. It was, so it was like super uncomfortable, which all of this is really, really good for a person to go through. But I did not have that mentality when I was there. Right. So I was extremely like, this is fucking lame. Yeah. Like, Hmm. I think I'd rather be hanging out with my friends at Taco Bell and then shoplifting and then going to someone's house playing GTA and then fucking passing out and like getting drunk or something. Actually, I didn't even drink yet. I had never drank at this point. Okay. So I didn't even have that yet. Hmm. Um, and then we wake up at 5 a.m. We'll do a like PT. Yeah. And then go ahead. So like, I'm like, we wake up and work out like running and pushups, like not like fun working out where you're like, you just have like your routine, your reps, you lift some weights. Yeah. It's like, no, we're running. And then we're fucking doing like a ton of sit-ups and pushups and leg raises. And there was this one dude who was hosting and who like, or like whatever. The instructor. Coaching. Yeah. Instructor. Yeah. There you go. Um, and he was just like this super lean shredded guy and i was like fuck i want to be like that asshole yeah but he sucks and so i'm like trying to like fuck look i look and the worst part is like i look like i'm in jail anyways because this is when i had like my buzzed head i'm wearing like big giant fucking gray flannels and right oh my god good times i didn't know you then but yeah i can only imagine is it well i think we met shortly after this possibly yeah and um so then we go it's a 12-hour day. We sit in a classroom for like eight hours. Mm-hmm. 
and they like talk to us about things. I fall asleep so many times. They try to like wait. They have to like wake me up and like people are falling asleep and they like will not let you go to sleep. And right. it's like we're fucking like our bodies are shutting down. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? I was like, this is not, you know, they make it sound so nice. Like, oh, you're going to go, you know, like clean the parks world. and, you know, cut trees down. You're going to help be a firefighter. And then there's a backcountry program. There's also the Australian exchange program. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that sounds so great. And it's they were assholes. This one dude was hosting it. It was his last year. He's like 70 years old. He's it was such a douchebag. We went and did the drug test, and I was like, I've never done a drug in my life. This is going to be the easiest part, thankfully. Yeah. And then um, the one of the craziest things too is there was like maybe like eight or nine people in the barracks with me, and I was only there for like total maybe three days, two nights, two nights, three days. Okay. And I like when I was leaving after I decided that I was leaving, they were like begging me to stay. Like we were all like best friends at, like wow. for that point. It, so it was interesting to see the camaraderie of like everyone. I can totally see why the army and Marines do that. Yeah. You know, and have that fucking buddy, battle buddy, whatever shit. Yeah. 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 But the guy, he said, you know, we don't usually take people from Lompo because they like to uh, go home on the weekends. And I'm like, yeah, it's the fucking weekend. We're allowed to. What, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I was just so taken it, he aback. He said it like it was a like bad thing? Yeah. And I was just like, I'm here, aren't I, asshole? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even have a fucking car. What do you think I'm going to do? Hitchhike to Lompoc? Right. It was just like, I. He, he was the biggest dick about it. It was like privately like this. Like talking yeah. like drug tests. He has cups of piss on the table. And he's like, we don't usually take people from Lompoc. So, uh, um, you know, if you're really... You have to be about this. You can't be. And it was just like, well, I, of course, I went through all this bullshit to get here. Why the fuck wouldn't I be about it? Yeah. And so I was like, God, this is me. He like planted second thoughts in my head where I was like, God, they don't even fucking like these Lompoc people. And I was yeah. like, I'm a Napomo person. I just, I've lived in Lompoc for a, two years maybe at this point. I was like, right. fuck you, asshole. So, and then we're doing, they're saying, if you guys are having it, we're in the classroom again. Yeah. And then th- this chick is like, if you guys are having any second thoughts whatsoever, if you guys, you need to tell us now. Because if you're going to waste our time this week, at the end of the week, you're going to have three uniforms. Your name's going to be embroidered. Don't make us pay for that, you know? Because it was just like, yeah. so I was like, fuck, dude. They don't want me here. All right, later. I was so convinced. I was like, they don't fucking want me here. Yeah. I was like, this sucks. I don't want to be here. Right. And I was like, I can't get laid being here with a bunch of dudes. And so I was like, this fucking blows. I mean, you could. So I, well, yeah, <laughs> you could. You <laughs> could. <laughs> Yeah, but I was like, I'm not ready for that. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, I we're already close. I don't know what's happening. I'm gonna shower together. Yeah, I'm like the stinkiest one there. Haven't jacked off in two or three days. Fucking losing my mind. Right. I'm 18. I've never gone a day without jacking off right. in my life yeah, at this yeah. point since yeah. I started. So yeah, losing it. And then, um, I call my mom and dad, begging me to let me come home. Like. Yeah telling my dad about it just like miserable like almost crying outside the barracks at night you know and oh yeah, that's another thing it sucked you couldn't like have your phone on you and it's like i just got a phone like it's like yeah. capable of instagram and stuff and like i was like this is a big deal now i can't talk to pe- friends yeah you know and i was like how are these fuckers my friends none of them have tits i mean well some of them <laughs> do but like i don't want to f- yeah. suck on those you yeah, know? yeah. It, has, it just was so stupid and I begged my mom and she's like, all right, but you have to, you know, get a job and come back. And then I had the thought in my mind, I was like, I can do this till I'm 25. So if I still don't have something going on by the time I'm 25, yeah. I'm just going to go back. Yeah. And Is 25 the cutoff? Yeah. 20, 
five's cutoff age. And I was like, okay, no. So that's like the the year to like go back if I don't or do. And then I I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe I should go back. And I was like, nah, they're all like young people. I'd be the oldest asshole there. Just yeah. be really weird and embarrassing. Right. Um. But I had to walk up to our uh, our fucking I don't even know, remember what they call him, but he's like the head of the barracks, our like commanding officer type person. Mm-hmm. Um. And tell him, hey, like. This probably sounds like such chicken shit stuff to the fucking uh, people who have actually gone into like boot camps and oh, Air yeah. Force and firefight. I'm just, this is this is how much of a chicken shit I am. This is like the most embarrassing uh, part of my life is that I couldn't make it like in the Conservation Corps without being That's a the most embarrassing baby. thing? Easily. Like that is like the most like shameful thing I think I can think of in my life of like I can't hack it at the conservation corps and like the the hippie patrol i mean you just gave me like a five minute breakdown and i was like i'd fuck that like i'm i would i would make it either like there's no way i had to tell the guy i was like hey man i remember how i said it because i tried to say it so confident confidently and he's this huge muscular just adonis big bald black beautiful guy just fucking yeah shredded Discharged from the military because of psychological. Like, probably issues. discharged from the military for being too hot. And <laughs> He's like, he started fucking all the commanding officers' wives. Discharged for too American, you know. And it was this was his last group ever that he was ever gonna do. And this mm-hmm. he, and he was super pumped about like making it like successful. And I was yeah. like, hey man, I just you know uh, I just gotta talk to you. I, I just. They called it the seas the the whole time. It was really annoying. I was like, I, I don't I don't think that the seas are for me, you know. He's like, All right, um, well, be ready in the morning. Um, I'll talk to them. So they, I had to fucking like there was all this big deal. Everyone was begging me not to go. I'm already like halfway out the door, like thinking about the first thing I'm gonna do when I get back. Just yeah. fucking so excited. Everyone's begging me not to go. Um, so I just. You know, I'm trying not to feel bad because I'm like, damn, like you guys are making it really hard. Yeah. You know, I'd love to stay and hang out with you guys, but the rest of the shit sucks. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and I'm sure it got easier after that too. It right. would have gotten easier, but they had to, I had to go sit in like the administrator's, uh, housing office and stuff on the fucking, uh, base and, I'm sitting there like for hours, like two or three hours. I have like my big giant duffel bag and like my laptop case and like all this shit. And just like, I just look like ridiculous. And I like strictly only wore like shit. Like I was in jail too. So it was just like black dickies and like white, plain white t-shirts and like big fucking, I look like a Vato, like straight up, okay. you know, yeah. shaved, like buzzed head, just didn't want to be here. You yeah. know, it looked real tough chicken shit in real life. <laughs> um, and then I had to use the bathroom and then I was like, fuck, there's, it's like the, the, the dude, the asshole's bathroom is the only one available. Yeah. So the dude who's saying like, we don't usually take people from Lompoc. Right. Right. Dallas. Yeah. I hate when people say my name sometimes. Really? Like sometimes when like people I like, I don't know, but they know my name and they're in some sort of position of authority. Authority. Yeah. Authority. authority. Yeah. Um, and they say, Dallas, I want to punch them. I'm like, it's it's Mr. G- Gardner, you yeah. bitch, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, because, no, like, people don't even call me Dallas. But, like, usually it's Dal or really? something. Yeah, like, Dallas is something, like, Kylie started, I swear. Oh. When I moved here, everyone started calling me Dallas. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Huh. Yeah, that's how I was introduced to you. So Dal, Dally, whatever. 
I'm used to that shit. That's normal. Like in my house, no one calls me Dallas. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I can't remember last time I had a family member call me Dallas. Crazy. It's Dal. It's Dal. Yeah. Dally. But no, that doesn't stick around. Anyways, mm. sorry. Got sidetracked <laughs> on my name. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm loving talking about that myself. Sorry about the long story. I'm finishing it off I, right now. Good. So I, I'm into fucking, it. I'm like, all right, looks like I have to use this guy's bathroom. So I go in there and like take a piss and I like try to take a shit. I still can't shit. And I'm fucking looking in the mirror and I was just like, God damn it. They're not going to be here to like pick me up to like give me like the ride back to Santa Maria to where the main office is or whatever for um, like another half hour or so. I jacked off into his sink. No shit. I jacked no off into shit. that asshole's private bathroom sink. Hey, good for you. And was like, I remember I was so red and sweaty and like bald looking yeah. and just came out like, <laughs> just fucking just like hate wank. I've never, because I hadn't jacked off in days at yeah. this point. I'm 18. Yeah. I'm just like, this is going to take me about mm, a minute. Yeah. So I just yeah. fucking go yeah. and jack off done. into this dude's sink before yeah. he fucking retires. Did you, wa- did you wash it down the drain? You just left it. Oh, I definitely left it. Are you fucking kidding me? Wash it down the drain. Fuck no. I was like, I'm leaving soon. Bruh. That's a, <laughs> so. uh, I, yeah, I don't see how, how you could be ashamed for leaving the Conservation Corps when you did something like that. Because it was something that was like <laughs> medium difficult and I pussied out. And it's like, it, in hindsight, like the amount of stuff I go through now that's so much like oh, yeah. more difficult yeah. that I like put up with. I'm like, why the fuck couldn't I have done that? Yeah, but you won. Like you, you realize yeah, you won. Yeah, I won. I like fucking, you didn't fail the Conservation Corps. You, you beat it. You solved it. I beat it off. Beat off into it is what happened. Yeah. Ugh. That's okay. I saw someone who was also like in the seas. Ugh, gross. The Conservation Corps. Um, and they're just like back to like their own dumb old bullshit. Yeah. Cause everyone talked it up to be like this big deal. Like, Oh, you, it's like a gold star on your resume. You just do that. You can get a job anywhere. And I was like, okay, that sounds pretty cool. Like, right. I'll fucking start that. Do that. Yeah. And I didn't have anything going on. I was 18. My mom kept trying to kick me out of the house and yeah. all this shit. And now like I need to pay for some things. So yeah. now it's like, Hey, stay, stay at the house. We can pay for, right. you know, internet. And stuff. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a, a wild adventure. I was actually... It was the most, like, explicit, like, vivid couple days of my life. I remember yeah. the smell of the cigarettes of the people that were smoking, that were, like, the older people. And mm-hmm. they were, like, having their, like... I was I remember going, oh, I remember what cigarettes smell like. And I just had to, like, go closer to their cigarettes so I could smell them. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I remember the food. I remember we had quiche. It was disgusting. It's because everything was new. And My favorite thing yeah. about the whole thing was breakfast, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the quiche. Or yeah, the quiche, quiche sucked. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what we had for lunch. It was like we had to like pack our own lunch with stuff. It was weird. We had to carry our lunches around like a brown paper bag. And I don't remember just dinner or Tree bark and leaves. Yeah, just some bullshit <laughs> like that. My favorite part is definitely eating. I was like, yeah. free food? Sick. Yeah, that's that's. I don't think it big. cost anything to be in there. I think you just join. I don't even remember how this happened. Do they pay you? Yeah, they pay you minimum yeah. wage. Oh, that's it's good full to know. time, but right. minimum wage. You know, it's right. just like wow. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest part of why I wouldn't go back is they don't pay you enough. Yeah, yeah. I because I had been considering it. Um, just with not having a job at the moment, I was like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. there's there's all these options mm-hmm. for well, in Slow, you can live on 
base. Right. And then Santa Maria, you can live at home and then just go there in the morning and work there. So interesting. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Maybe I could do that. And then I don't know. Yeah. But I'm also 26 now. So yeah, you're not going. Too late. Sorry. That's okay. Maybe you can get a job somewhere doing that. I don't know. Well, yeah. You could uh, join the Army, join the, join the Air Force. I could. I could. You know, and that's, uh, it was, it was a brief thought. <laughs> it, was, it was a thought briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, used to but, want, I used to want to be in the army when I was a kid all the time. Yeah. My mom's like, no, you're not doing that. My, yeah. None of my children are going in the army. So yeah. Like, okay. That fucking dream's crushed. Same. So. Pretty much the same. But also my folks don't control me anymore. So yeah, that's true. So. Well, my mind don't either. I'm not saying yeah, they did, yeah. but like the, the dream was like fucking indoctrinated out of me when yeah. I was younger. So I was like, yeah, cool. I mean, that's. Also, like, yeah. I don't want to die or kill people or get legs blown off or have PTSD or so that's, be put in an oil war or some, like, fucking stuck in some never-ending. Did you realize that when they bombed the towers mm-hmm. or whatever happened, whoever, mm-hmm. we blew them up, someone blew them up, and the war was started, that people that were born after, like, that month are now old enough and in the army yeah. for the same wars? Yep. So fucking ridiculous. That I, blows my goddamn mind. It's it's really in unfortunate. a 20-year war? It's fucking ridiculous. And it's it's been it's it's been similar situations, a similar uh, ongoing situation as, like, Vietnam was. But Vietnam was over, the Vietnam War or it was over in, what, seven, eight years? Yeah, they, they won. And we're like, okay, we're leaving. Yeah, it, it was, the military just realized, like, oh, we, this is a, we're just on us. Yeah, we're not. We're not winning this. We yeah. need to like leave, and that's not the case anymore. And it's, they, it's gotten to a point where people just like dismiss it as like, oh yeah, this is something that's just happening. Like, what's going on? It's crazy. There's just a bunch of power vacuums going on in the fucking Middle East and all these yeah. uh, countries. And I just, I feel like my entire life has been like, oh, these are bad people over there. And yeah, we, we have to not like them and they're trying to like and it's like i don't see how the fuck they even have the ability to come over here if they're having all this shit going on over there like leave them alone yeah i don't even know what's going i'm so uneducated when it comes to like the conflicts in the middle east yeah the the political side of it i'm not super familiar with it so i I couldn't touch on that um i I do know that it's just it's been going on for a while yeah it's that fucking ccc story was so long i'm so sorry Uh, i mean it doesn't bother me i remembered so much of it yeah (laughs) right as i was telling it yeah i mean that's what that's also you know the reason you probably remember everything so vividly is because when you're experiencing like new experiences everything Mm -hmm. sticks it was so vivid yeah it's weird yeah when's last time you had a new experience that stuck out to you like that um geez so what's something that sticks out in your mind as far as like memories yeah um the drive moving to Lompoc. Um, That's a big one. Is Yeah. I remember the drives moving everywhere. I've yeah. Seen. It's weird. So I, uh, I like, it was the first time moving away from my family, first of all. And second of all, it was only the third, second time in my life I had ever moved. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I grew up in the same house you for 18 lucky years. son of a bitch. So yeah. you have like real wholesome, like, div- like roots. <laughs> Um, in a way, yeah, uh, kind of a kind of a broken home, but I mean, well, I mean, in, I think all homes are broken. Yeah, see, and that as I'm as I meet more people and talk about people's, I guess, origin stories, if mm-hmm. you will, like it's that's fun. I yeah. like that. Give, I, I, it gives them a gives them an interesting <laughs> yeah. to hear origin story. Yeah, I like mean, they're comic book characters. I you like you gotta you gotta see things like that. Otherwise, it's just like, oh, your past sucks. It's like, no, what's your origin yeah. story? Tell me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like everyone's origin story has issues, and um, 
But yeah, I grew up in the same house for 18 years and then moved in with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So just more family yeah. for three more years. Some familiarity then, still. Yeah. Then specifically moving here, the drive. Um, I had my dog in the passenger seat. He just, he threw up. He didn't know what was going on. He's like, what is this bullshit? Yeah. I, I wanted to throw up the first time I like move, moved away yeah. from like home. Yeah. But what really hit me the most was uh, I happened to be driving around Sunset and just driving boulevard or the sunset the sunset okay um like during it, mm-hmm. evening time yeah and uh just driving up the coast like for the first time in in a really nice rental car um that my dog just threw up in <laughs> and uh Get fucked right <laughs> <company>. <laughs> uh shout out enterprise <laughs> sorry about that uh yeah it was just beautiful um nice and then that that's as what, far as like a good memory that's what road were you were you on the 101 or what was it like that um that was while i was still on pch so on okay. the one yeah uh, 101 yeah that's the 101 um yeah it was just i didn't even know it was called the pch my whole life pacific this, coast highway uh about two or three years ago i was like oh pch yeah pacific coast highway oh you all call it that oh it's all yeah. right there oh i live on it kind of technically yeah. wow weird yeah i had no idea and that's i found that that's not too uncommon for people who grew up on the central coast people don't consider it pch or Not there there are a lot of there was an article about the the man who um veered off in the lane by the village and was killed oh okay uh and he said oh uh accident on the pch and, and i was like oh is is this the is this part of the pch is that is that where this is i had no idea yeah so yeah fucking strange yeah. it's weird the things you like grow up and like start familiarizing yourself with Right. Things like that. Like I like LA in general, how close it is, how like drive times are strange to different people. Yeah, that's a that's a huge thing too, just terminology based. Like everyone here just says the entire like Southern California region is LA. Like that's it. Oh well actually now that I've been going into LA so often, I have like a grasp of where everything is. Hey. Because before I was just like That's all LA. Exactly. And that's yeah. Yeah, so. it just made no sense, and I'm like, oh wow, like there's a big fucking difference between Long Beach and Santa Monica. Oh, huge! And West, what North Hollywood is so fucking like north of Hall. I've never even been to North Hollywood. North Hollywood is North yeah. Hollywood is directly north of West Hollywood, so it makes no sense. Right. Um, I'm just like, why do they call it that? It's because so in strange. SoCal, because California is at. Like an axis, it's kind of at like a uh, uh, slanted Mm -hmm. base, if you will. If you turn it like straight, yeah. Wow. What what part of LA are you from? I'm from. I grew up in Hacienda Heights, which is um, it's surrounded by City of Industry, Whittier, La Puente. Okay. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other cities around there. Roland Heights. Um, it's. I've heard of nearly all of these places. Yeah. Never been to any of them out like stepped foot if you take the 101 into the heart of la you would get Mm -hmm. off at the 60 which is the freeway that heads southeast yeah southeast Mm -hmm. um and you are east southeast and you would end up taking that for about i mean depending on Uh, traffic so you're in like that like almost cuter residential part of la yeah i I, I know it's it's southeast of it's southeast of la um because that's the way we would take almost to go out of state we go to Arizona. That, right. We'd like go down south to go that way, and then I know I kind of know where you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's also connected to like Fullerton, mm-hmm. um, or right near Fullerton. So you, you, so this is like a, 
a more normal LA, not a weird. I'm so yeah. accustomed to like the fucking industrial um show businessy LA. Yeah, it was uh it was a re- it was a kind of quiet. I don't want to say quiet, but it was a quiet suburb. I mean, you can't compare it to like Lompoc, but because I, know, it's I don't still- even I I coming back home here. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, um it's it was it was a suburb, uh, just nothing but kind of housing. Um, and to get to, I mean, there were obviously like little strip malls and shopping malls and you know the the regular stuff. But to get to actual like industrial things, you know, there was City of Industry. Mm-hmm. There was, um, you know, uh, Roland Heights had a lot of um, a lot of like industrial type stuff. But yeah, it was for the most part just. A quaint little place. How do you occupy your time as a kid there going down, being down in LA? Like, how is that growing up different? So it's kind of difficult for me to speak specifically on that in general, just because I grew up kind of isolated in, in my own head in, you know, uh, (laughs) dog, same. Yeah. So I grew up playing video games. Um, and I clicked a lot with the, my group of friends that I had in elementary school are still some of my best friends to this day. Um, they're all, on the regular, like begging yeah. me to come back, type of thing. Are, um, are, are you going to go back? I don't know. I've been. It's been a. That's been a, a kind of a battle in and of itself. Um, do you really like it here in Lompoc or something? I fucking love it here, dude. Really? Oh yeah. Oh my god. What do you love about it? Because everyone around here hates it. And, exactly. And because yeah. I'm not from here, I can see what everyone likes about it. Yeah. Of. And so I don't really have anyone to relate to. Yeah. I I love it. Um. Honestly, so the biggest thing for me was uh the like a life changing moment for me was. When I had first visited here, because I was visiting for probably about a year, year and a half before I actually moved here. Um, And one of the first times I visited, actually the first time I visited, uh, I went on a walk and uh, we were just walking down ocean and I walked past somebody, like just a dude just taking a walk. And he smiled and went, hey, how's it going? And just kept walking. And I like flipped shit. I absolutely lost my mind. (laughs) I went, I like... Um, I, you know, I looked at my girlfriend at the time and I was like, this is like, what the fuck just happened? Is he like, okay? <laughs> is, yeah. Is every like, did he want something? Like, what the fuck is going on? And then as I was here more and more often, I realized like, that's like that you know, people are just, they communicate. They like, you know, they don't mm-hmm. growing up somewhere where first of all, people don't really take walks. And when they do, it's, you know, you have your headphones in, you keep your head down. You don't bother with other people. Um, and then beyond that, we took a walk to a store and we went into the store and the cashier was friendly. Mm-hmm. Huge. Do you remember which Life store changing. you went into? Um, we went into Red, I think yeah. it was Red Barn. Red Barn. Yeah. Yeah, there, um, yeah. I mean, I love I love the owner there. Yeah. He's great. He's great. Yeah. Naeem's family and stuff. Oh, is that? I, see, I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Naeem's family owns the Red Barn. That all make fantastic people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic people. Um, but yeah, those were... Really, it's uh, I started telling people when I moved here, they were like, Why did you leave LA? Because everyone here, like, that's where they want to go. They, that's because everyone's wanna... assholes here, they want to be with the rest of the assholes in LA, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, yeah. But m- my big thing was like, Oh, yeah, like, I, I love it here because people have souls, like, people like they'll, they'll actually make eye contact with you yeah. and like communicate with you, and it's it's nice. Um, I also love the weather, I'm not a fan of living in a desert, so and then sorry, yeah, me neither, yeah, I don't like deserts. I lived in Bakersfield. It sucked. Yeah. Shit was lame. Yeah. It's so strange when it can be 90 degrees outside and I just can sleep on the grass in front of the apartment, but it's also like 28 degrees during winter. Yeah. It's like, hey, bitch, you fucking pick one. Okay. Right, right. (laughs) 
This is California, remember? What the fuck is this cold shit? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but LA was great. Um, but uh, as far as going back, I don't know. Uh, it would take a lot, but I'm getting kind of to that point where I don't have a lot of other options. So. Well, yeah. I mean, like, well, I mean, you love Lompoc. Um, what do you think? Mm. What am I trying to say here? I guess I just want to hear more about what you love about Lompoc. I'm so oh. I'm so polarized that you like it because uh, I don't. I can't remember the last time I met someone who likes it here that I uh, am like friends with. Yeah. Um. I mean it's really the people and then the weather um being so close to like um what is it, ocean park and like mm-hmm. surf beach and- i know it, we take that shit for granted 100 percent. i don't get how i'm not there all the time i was there super often when uh when i became unemployed and i still had to like transportation i was out there so often dude let's go out there I'll teach you how to ollie yeah dude that's a great place to do it yeah absolutely okay. super down I love yeah. it. I love it out there. Um, Do, should, should we go soon so we can catch the sunlight? Whenever you'd like. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you mind cutting this short? Sure. That's fine. Works for me. Do you want to come back? Yeah. All right. Yeah. We do that. Whether it's tonight or in a second time. Whenever. Fuck yeah. It's up to you. All right, folks. We'll be right back. Or maybe not. Hey, Bad Etiquette listener. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support the podcast, you can donate to our PayPal at paypal.me slash baddallin. <laughs> There we go. And we're back. Hello. How was uh, learning how to ollie? Got nowhere close to landing a, landing a full ollie. However, it was a real, um, it was a life lesson more than. It was a life lesson? It was a life lesson. Well, you got, you made some, a lot of progress from like when we, we first started into like the last couple snaps and everything that you were doing. Yeah. It's good. Thank you. Absolutely. And your, your input was uh, very helpful. I know. One thing I noticed that I do when I try to teach people how to do something on a skateboard, mm-hmm. too, is that I overload them with mm-hmm. information about something. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of almost plant the seed of overthinking in their heads. Interesting. So I wonder if that happened to me. I, I noticed it at first. It was just like a lot. You, yeah. were, you were just kind of going, oh, this, 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 yeah. this. And then I think once you started also kind of doing your own thing, mm-hmm. um, that slowed down enough where when you did catch me doing something, mm-hmm. you were actually a, paying more attention to as far as giving the input as opposed to, um, or, or specific input as opposed mm-hmm. to just like, here's everything. Uh, yeah, plethora. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was more acute information. That's yeah. good. Um, well, also the cool thing about teaching people things is every time I teach someone something new, like I'm learning and noticing more things that's why we're right. not like i've had enough people ask me how to ollie and how like to teach them where it's like i you know i've been skateboarding for almost 15 years so oh. like when i tell people they uh i i just have all these new little notice noticeable fucking i noticed thing. i noticed little adjustments little things and i was saying things that i've never told people to do before too right. so that was really interesting where it was like hey this is a you know can go a lot deeper than you think it is right yeah and i thankful super thankful so well it's also uh, on our way there we're talking about like um the intricate fucking things of everything like how how i love the intricacies of Mm -hmm. things yeah so that it was fun to like kind of 
really geek out on the details. And I love details, very detail, detail oriented. Right. Same. Yeah. It was also real nice to get back on a board just in general. It's been mm-hmm. a long, long time. Feels so. good to sweat. Feels, it makes you feel like, like you like did something yeah. with the day. I love that. That's a good yeah. feeling. I'm into it. Yeah, I love when like my tight jeans are like sticking to my sweaty leg hairs even more. Yeah. It feels great. Yeah. I seriously need to stop wearing tight jeans. I'm almost 25. It's fucking ridiculous. I mean, they look, they look good, so. I yeah. hope so, but I fucking ripped the crotch. It ta- I, I don't think I've ever had a pair of pants longer than six months. So. That's, that's actually kind of incredible, but really? also not, if you're a skater, I guess if you skate a lot, like, I mean, mm. being like if, a skater, I, if I've had pants, like I've never worn pants consistently and had them longer than six months without a rip happening that's yeah that's uh i don't know i can't speak as far as people who are generally active but i do still have a pair of pants that are much older than they should be wow Um, how old are your fucking pants dude i want to say about i want to say about 10 11 years old jesus fucking christ yeah they don't fit anymore i still i have them i just they're they're my like uh hanging out at home but i don't feel like wearing like pajamas i've I've worn pants that long or i've had i wear i no let me i'm lying to you um i've worn the same size since about 10 11 years ago wow yeah same pant size that's that's pretty that's pretty solid yeah you know what's something i noticed i was wearing the wrong boxer size for a long time that's an issue. I that's had an no issue idea, I and then I stepped up in size because I didn't want to admit that I needed a bigger size. And mm-hmm. I was like, "No, I'm not fat. I swear. Yeah, no, I, I'm fine. No, I'm not putting on weight." And then I fucking got a bigger size and realized, "Oh, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, feels so good. I don't have this waistband cutting into my fat. That's good. My I, my thighs always kick on the fat, so that's when I have too tight of boxers or too tight of of underpants. That's that's where it cuts yeah. off." See, and I have like really fucking muscly thighs from skateboarding and powerlifting. Right, right. And I suppose jujitsu might help with that too. Yeah. A lot of guard play and stuff, but um, fucking the, the like boxers being able to like breathe in them. Mm, it's nice. It's yeah, real we're nice. a bunch of fucking dorks talking about boxers. I mean, <laughs> I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Surprise, I wear underpants. Wow. <laughs> No, it's just like it holes in all the all the crotches of my pants. Like as we were skating, I ripped like a bigger hole in. Did you really? Oh yeah, there there was already a hole going in, and That's they just funny. get bigger. And it, I just don't understand it. Yeah, because it's like, how come these are the most comfortable pants in the world for me, but I can't stop ripping them? Like, how come I can't find comfortable pants that don't rip? That'd be great. Um, blows my mind. Do you also exclusively buy them on sale? No, oh. I mean, I I would love pants on sale, but no, these were like. $70 pants. There's no reason they should be ripping like that. No, I mean, you should see what, what the fuck I put them through too. That's what I'm saying. Like, That's I fair. do everything in these pants. Yeah. Like, so that makes sense. Name 10 things you do. I, I do all of them in pants. These pants. <laughs> Don't name 10 things you okay. do. I'm just saying, like, hypothetically. I started processing and oh, I started shit. thinking about what, what 10 things I could name here. A lot of sitting going on. I don't know what yeah. that's. <laughs> I sit in these pants a lot. Yeah. <sighs> I'm like so drained from that. That was so that's good. That's good. It was so oh, good. Man. It fe- I feel well. great get to sleep. Well. Yeah. I feel awesome. I, I noticed that uh, if I don't get like some sort of physical activity in during mm. the day, um, I get a little sleepier at right. the night shifts. So yeah. if I need to work out or do something physical to get through the night for some reason, yeah, I don't really know why that is. Um, 
I imagine it's just like you're activating like your body's energy or something or you're just getting it primed and ready and you're like the difficult part of your day is done so now this is an easy part so your body's like I can handle this I don't really know what the mechanics of it are but uh, that's definitely where I am like mentally yeah I mean that's it's a good place to be I feel like knowing kind of your physical limitations with your mental limitations and then pushing them Right? Yeah, very it's, rarely would I do something uh, that was so strenuous that I fell asleep at work. Right. You know what I mean? Usually when I don't do anything at all, I like I'm sitting there trying to entertain myself or trying to like keep busy is so boring. And it's yeah. very lonely. Like right. I said, ugh. What are you doing besides working there? I mean, like, do you, I know you must draw. I, well, you know, I don't, I, when I first started working there, I would draw a lot mm. and I can't anymore. I just, I don't know why, but like, this is what happens sometimes there's so many possibilities of what i can do mm. that my brain just scatters i just go fuck i could do a podcast thing i could do a i could listen to a podcast yeah. i could draw i could read a book i could watch movies i could catch up on tv shows so it's all like recreational um work related or just fucking and then sometimes i literally get so frustrated that i just stare at my phone and do shit on my phone and none yeah. of the things i could be doing Right, right. It's really annoying. I hate how faulty humans' uh, sensibilities are like that. Oh, it's, yeah. Human brain doesn't do you, like do, do you, when's the last, sorry, I'm sorry. Dan. No, no, you're good. Oh, you're... What's something you do that you notice you're doing and become uncomfortable with and wish you were doing? Like, do you ever do that where you're like, oh, fuck, I should be doing something else instead. This is a waste of time. Uh, every day of my life. Really? Like, what do you do? Right now, like, besides, This podcast right now? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I mean, just like, besides, like, I'm trying to find work. Um, mm-hmm. so when I'm, you know, when it's off hours or whatever the situation is, like, I'm fucking melting my brain into Netflix or, you know, uh, only to a certain extent, man. <laughs> only, if I get a good a show, extent. man, I'm so fucking in. Yeah, the issue is when you find a good show and then you binge it all and then you go, shit, now I have to find something else. And then you do it again and again and again. Kills it's, yeah, I'm, time. that's why I was so stoked when you hit me up and you were like, let's, like, I'm going to teach you, yeah, let's yeah. do a thing. Like, I'm going to teach you how to Ollie. It's just like, fuck yeah, like, let me go do something. It's I, was, nice. I was, that's what I had today. I was like, I was laying in bed and, uh, I fucking was on my phone yeah. and I was like, this is so gross. Like I need to get up, do something. So I got up and then I was going to cook breakfast, but I was like, no, I shouldn't even fucking eat. Cause then I'm just going to eat and sit down and get on my phone again and relax. Yeah. So I stopped the cooking, just put a podcast on, you know, still on my phone technically, but there's something else yeah. catching my attention. Um, started the coffee and then I started, went on, went for a walk. Yeah. And then by the time I got home, coffee's ready been ready you know nice and warm maybe cooled a little bit even just fucking i had texted you on the walk because it nice. reminded me i was like oh this is something i could do so yeah. it was like fuck i need to walk all of the time yeah i need to go for walks more often you know what one of the most painful parts of the walk was mm. i was just doing a walk around ryan park the little pathway they have yeah and there was this dude just had to be like my age or younger just fucking tan running tank tops shorts <sighs> muscles I was like, I'm kind of cold, dude. What are you doing? And I was just like, fuck, that's what I should be doing. Yeah. Why am I not doing that? Yeah. I fucked up. Like, how the fuck do you get to that level? Yeah. And I was like, I hate, like, "Mm, there's nothing. That's always been a huge issue for me is like, I can, I start and I'll set out to do something. And then I, it's seeing other people that have been doing it for a long time that have made that progress. And then I go like, 
where the like what the fuck am I doing? Like why well, why you, am I not there? Here's um, the thing. That goes both ways. Yeah. There's someone at a level that's looking at you going, fuck, why am I not doing that? Like right. when I was walking around the track, there was the fattest bitch I've seen in a long time sitting on this bench. <laughs> right. She had a shirt and it said, Dream it, believe it, achieve it. And I was like, What the fuck are you dreaming or believing or achieving? You're just sitting yeah. on a bench. Right. Like Maybe, I don't know what she was doing. And I'm maybe just she jogged very, all the way out from the town out to uh, Surf Beach, and then she was sitting down just to catch her breath before. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot. People knock that microphone out of there. I need to get a better setup for that. Hello? Yeah, okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe she was just sitting there to, on the plus side, there was a there was a knock, which That's is new. More respect. That's new. That is the knock is new. Hey. It's funny. Um, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, microphone falling. Yeah, chick oh, was oh, sitting on the bench. Some, oh, the chick yeah. sitting on the bench. So she so, probably yeah. so was just catching was, her breath. She was probably, well, okay, no. This, <laughs> stop right there. The, the, she was catching her breath from sitting too hard, okay? She was like, wow, the gravitational pull of my body's distressed, just uh, fucking is exhausting. Yeah. She was probably looking at me going, oh, why, why can't I be doing that? Like, I should be doing that. So there's levels to these things. Yeah. So next time you have the thought of like, fuck, yeah. like, the only way to get to where that dude was running like that is starting by, oh, I got to I gotta go get up for a walk. I got to yeah. force myself to do something. Absolutely. So it's so easy to find things to discourage yourself. You need to, next time you feel discouraged, I hope you realize that that's a moment that you can feel encouraged. I like that. Like yeah. 100%, like when you feel bad about something, it, it just, just fuel for the fire. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll have to... That's oh. a whole mindset change. I hope so. Fuck, where's that book? It might be in my truck, actually. It was in my truck the whole time. <laughs> it's no worries. Uh, fuck. But yeah, no, this book I'm trying to find Casey right now is uh, life-changing for me. I This is the longest it's taken before I cracked a book out on a podcast, honestly. Hey, I you know, as, as probably uh, one of your first... Um, guess that doesn't do a whole lot of reading uh physical material no no one reads they're all retarded <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I have i have one guest who like straight up brought books wow and she wants to come back and talk about books yeah. again too and i was just, i almost i'm just like fuck like i haven't even finished a book since that podcast <laughs> right like, right what books are we gonna talk about i i have uh i myself have actually read a book um within the past month actually it's all this extra free time i'm <laughs> <laughs> i found literature um where's no. your uh what 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 do you what do you do all day <laughs> what, what books do you read i'm sorry that's, that's what okay. I no <laughs> what, what, what book have you been reading uh the book that i i read through um is called uh what is it called um Oh geez, I don't remember off the top of my head. It's a super cutesy little book. Um, it's a picture book. Uh, it's not really a picture book. It's a, it's a book that has images. I shouldn't call it a picture book because that puts the wrong. So it was not a uh, real book. No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. It was a comic book. You can say a comic. It book. wasn't a comic book either. It was a graphic novel. It, yeah. Okay. It was a graphic novel, but Son it was also only a, probably about forty pages long. Uh, the point of the the, <laughs> the, point, <laughs> the disappointed look that I was just given is is it hurts my soul. Um, <laughs> listen, it taught me to accept myself and be okay with who I am. The main character is an, a little alien that can't write English properly, and it's really cute. It's like really well written. Is it an illegal alien? No, you can't write English properly. Speaking of the 
No, uh, it was, you know, an out of space alien that didn't fit in with the other aliens. So he's sent to Earth. And is it Lilo and Stitch? It's not. Okay. It's not. <laughs> um, I wish I had the title of the book off the top you, of my head. Oh, but. man. I can't believe you can't even tell. Yeah, look it up, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'm about to. Yeah, or please. Please. Um, no, it's it's one hundred percent. Oh, it's right, fucking been right in front of my face this entire time. There we go. Hey, this is yeah. This doesn't look anything like the book I just read. Yeah, well, yeah. There are actual like pages, dude. Fucking like, there's pages with numbers on them. There's no pictures. I, I can't look bookmarks. it up. Bought. I can't look it up. No, I don't. Sorry. I don't have internet connection. You don't have internet connection. No. You want to know my Wi-Fi password? I might. Not on air. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> Oh look, I drew, I drew this for myself. Oh no, shit. hole. Yeah, that's really good though. I mean, your art's always. Oh, thank you. Very I stylized. I, I think it's it's certainly stylized. It's easy to make something stylized badly. Well, but <laughs> what you do isn't bad though. Well. <laughs> what you do isn't bad though. Your stylization is a way that I could look at it and be like, "That's good art." But also, I know like nine out of ten chances it's Dallas. Mm. Thank you. I appreciate that. How many, um, not how many, but do you you say you listened to a few episodes of the podcast before? This is something you might've noticed. Almost every podcast that I have a book on, I try to open the page to Mm -hmm. something to read. That's like, for whatever reason, interesting. And it never works out. I, I think you got it this time around. Okay. You got Um, it. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. Ooh, this is a good one actually. Begin the morning by saying to yourself, I shall meet with the busybody, the ungrateful, arrogant, deceitful, envious, unsocial. All these things happen to them by reason of their ignorance of what is good and evil. But I, who have seen the nature of the good that is beautiful, and of the bad that is ugly, and the nature of him who does who does wrong, that is akin to me, not only of the same blood or seed, but that it participates in the same intelligence and the same portion of the divinity, I can neither be injured by any of them for no one can fix on me what is ugly nor can i be angry with my kinsman nor hate him for we are made of cooperation like feet like hands like eyelids like the rows of the upper and lower teeth to act against one another then is contrary to nature and it is acting against one another to be vexed and to turn away wow so you're gonna go out inside this i read that I remember reading that exact passage yeah. before a shift at the first Starbucks store I worked at. Yeah. And it changed my day. Right. I was I was on break or whatever. I read it right before my shift. I was like yeah. having lunch there or something. And I put it back and I went out and I put up with every kind of cunty, asshole, persnickety, rude, weird person. Starbucks customers. Starbucks customers. Yeah. yeah they yeah. fucking are all garbage, dude. I'm, yeah. Just, especially you. Especially if you fucking go through there. Yeah, Garbage. I, I rarely, very, very rarely. And when I do, I feel like I want to do everything in my power to just make it as easy as possible on whoever the barista is. It's super nice. I, or, I nitro or, cold, cold brew. That's it. Oh, that's easy. Not literally you nothing. You can do that. We can make you do that. So it was so uh, easy. That would, if I could, if I was like legally allowed to, I'd be in there. I would do it. That's like, amazing. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But yeah. So like just little things like that in this yeah. book, these little nuggets of uh, information. This is a man. He didn't mean for these things to be read. These were originally just his journals that he wrote to himself. There's actually a character that plays him in Gladiator. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Have you ever seen that movie? 
A while back. Yeah, yeah a while it's been back a while. for me too. I didn't even realize that someone portrayed him, but his name's Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. And um, this whole book is like the basis of the Stoicism, Stoic movement. I thought Stoic meant like, you know, like grumpy old, like right. apathetic, hard man, like, yeah. like, you know, yeah, yeah, very Stoic, which in a sense it does, but the rest of the Stoicism that this, this makes you... Un, actually, how I discovered this book was a, a, a mental buzz, some one of those random like uh, fun pages. Yeah, and it said twenty-two um, Marcus Aurelius quotes to make you unfuckwithable. Okay, so yeah. I usually what I'll do is I'll like share that article with people because I have it bookmarked and all my shit. Yeah, because. I read that and it was like, wow, this shit is like really inspiring. I used to get really inspired by finding things like that and reading fun articles about, um, and you know, lists are fun. People love lists. That's why I have these formats. You can rank things. You can have some sort of like superiority complex with it. Yeah. I I love it. I honestly, tier lists, tier lists are so fun. I do hundred percent. You fucking hear it. Let me pause this, find this fucking article and I'm going to share it with you because it's, I'd rather you read that and then decide that the book is something you're interested in instead of just giving you some stuffy old book. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Works for me. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, there's the article. And you, what was the name of the book again? You found it. Your book yeah, you're looking uh, for? The book I was looking for is called uh, Everyone's an Alien and You're an Alien Too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's spelled kind of funky. Yeah, alien um, book. You, you can find it just by Googling cute alien book. Really? Yeah. That's how so, you found it? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So... Um, <laughs> What did you like about the book before I destroy it? Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, honestly, quick read. Kept my attention because of how quick it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it kind of put into perspective uh, how everyone is is unique in a in a new kind of fun way. Okay. I don't know. Like what? It was, uh, Do you have an example? Well, the alien comes from a, a group of aliens that mm-hmm. nobody... Like, everyone thinks he's fucking weird Mm -hmm. because he's like, why do you give a shit about anyone on Earth? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And the main character, I don't want to spoil anything, Mm -hmm. but the main character thinks that all of the creatures on Earth are humans and Uh he doesn't meet an actual single human. That's funny. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's Cute. Yeah. If you want to borrow it, let me know. It'll take about 10 minutes to read. So It it sounds adorable. Yeah. Um, What made you even want to pick something up that looks like that? Uh, I was gifted. I was gifted, not gifted it, but I was given to borrow it um, from uh, my roommate and friend. So um, she was adamant that it. uh, I think she thought I would like it, and she was right. So fuck yeah, that's really cool. I look something like that, and I go, "It's cutesy. It's probably not gonna like. I'm not gonna find anything about it. You know that whole um uh what is it that adage? Don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah." Well, but you, fucking yeah, you totally do. Fucking hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and this is this book cover of Looks Marcus so Aurelius is, is so bad. Well, I was gonna say it's so just polar opposite from the book cover of. <laughs> <laughs> it's scholastic. It's so boring looking. Like I hate the cover of that book. It's literally like here. Let me see the cover. Yeah, it's fucking Dover Thrift Editions, and it just in like the most times New Roman no. Pun intended. <laughs> it's like this old Roman dude. In text, just says Marcus Aurelius meditations, and just a picture of a statue, like an old Greek statue of him, like and just his face, and it it's just super fucking like 
Yeah. It's boring me to tears when I look at it. But Somebody, the, the, the knowledge and information in that book is so polar opposite what binds it. Yeah. There's at book publications, they, I think they're the ones that really decide um, bunch covers of assholes. and they might have their own designers. And I don't, I don't know. I just, I mean, cause he didn't I'm, design a cover for his, those are his journals. Right. Know? Right. Yeah. I, I just, I feel like when people are designers are hired at book publications, they're not, they're not necessarily creative designers. They're looking to get a point across as quickly and noticeably as possible. Yeah. They're like, this guy's old. There's a statue of him. That's all we got. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's no rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. It's hard to even find, like... Do you even have, like, a favorite book cover that comes to mind you think of? One that you've seen? Um... So it's kind of, it's, it's, I don't know, it probably doesn't count as like a legitimate book again, but uh, <laughs> honestly, like the 2000s, the the early to mid 2000s Guinness World uh, Record books. Really? Gorgeous designs. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah. Okay. I don't well, know. Okay. I haven't seen one in a while, so well, I don't know what well, they're doing Well, what about now, like a... Um like a narrative book or like a novel. Do you I, have a favorite one like that? Do you not read those? You know, I, I like I, I I've read a single, probably a single book, in like two books in like my entire life, and I can tell you exactly what they are. Well, um, I don't want you to because I'm yeah. already bored. I know. No, I'm, well, just I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm not already. And bored. this is um. What, what are the two books actually? Uh, the first one was um. I was gonna make I a joke, gonna, but I'm actually fucking interested. Yeah, so I, I was gonna tell you. I was gonna tell you the name of the books because mm-hmm. like I was so confident about it, and now I don't remember the first one. The first one, it was a. Um, kind of a, I don't want to say a biography, but it was a semi-biography like in a, a way. Memoir. Yeah, oh. kind of, uh, for Tony Hawk. Um, oh, I, oh, was it, um, uh, Occupation Skateboarder? It might've been. It was I when read I that was book really it was, young. It was, it was, was it an autobiography? Uh, no. So okay. it was, it was written, it was written about. Did you get it from the book fair? I got it from like the school library in okay. elementary school. Okay. Um, it was a biography written about him that also included a lot of just general skateboarding information. I think I had um, that same book, honestly. Yeah. I genuinely think I read the exact same book. Yeah. He has an autobiography and it was one of my favorite books I've ever read my right. entire life. Yeah. Uh, Occupation Skateboarder. I'd have to I He's probably the only skateboarder that's written a book that I know of. Okay. And it's fantastic. Like, it's really just a fun time. Like, you just get to see, like, how he started the roles people played. Um, and really, it's so funny how much of my music taste comes strictly from Tony Hawk's video games. Oh. And that's how I got into so much of it. Also how I knew what bands to avoid because I was like, I don't like this shit. My entire, like, almost my entire music interest is from video games. It's like, beautiful. Specific. Mine's, mm-hmm. f- f- like, I can take everything from skateboarding. Yeah. Like, yeah. I very few music do I find somewhere other than skateboarding. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, in one way or another, it's I could trace it back, right? And then the other book, um, besides that Tony Hawk one, was uh, Into Thin Air um, by John Krakauer. John Krakauer. Yeah, I so. have um, one of his books here too. Yeah, um, it was probably the first book that I because I've started innumerable an amount of books. Mm-hmm. It's I really have to be like sucked in. Or forced, mm, or both. Forced. <laughs> so I had to do a report on Into Thin Air, um, but I found myself enjoying it so much that it almost didn't make a difference that I quote unquote had to. Mm-hmm. I 
it was just fantastic. Good read. We had to do a book report on, um, what's it called? Into the Wild. Okay. By John Krakauer. Right. And I had actually confused John Krakauer with John Green oh, before. Yeah. And I, sh- I also read, I think, every John Green book except his most recent one, Turtles All the Way Down. Yeah. Um, and he's like a young adult novelist. Right. He has a really interesting book, An Abundance of Catherines, and there's a lot of math in that book. And it's the only time I've ever been like interested in uh, like mathematic stuff in a book. It's so weird. Interesting. Just because the like quantitative aspects of things and how people um, just calculate and keep track of things. Right. Really enjoy that. A lot of the good stuff like that. Um, I, I like this book cover. Yeah. <laughs> I just picked it. I just like the colors on that one, honestly. Thomas Pinchon? 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 Oh, it's Pinchon. Pinchon. Pinchon? Yeah. Inherent Vice. This is nice. There's a movie about it, so it was really easy to pick up the book, but the book is so dense. Did they did they design the cover after the movie poster at all? Um, I think so, because there's also another cover very similar to it okay. that has the uh, movie images on it. Oh, okay. Extremely similar. Got it. But like that isn't in the movie. I see. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I uh, even though I don't do a lot of like solid book reading, mm-hmm. like I I try to keep up and read. Th- this one's crazy, fucking. Where's the uh, just like the amount of uh dense ass prose? It just makes no sense. Yeah, it's so detailed. It's annoyingly detailed. <laughs> but like, I I also love that about some books. Like, it, it's almost like it should be should have been written. 100 years ago detailed. Got it. Got it. This asshole. <laughs> I don't know. Found this book. My one of the more tragic things is when people give you something and you never use it. Yeah. Like people give me books and I never read them. Yeah. And I feel really bad about it. Yeah. I've had a bunch of books that people have given me or gifted me in various ways and I never get around to reading. That's yeah, that's unfortunate. And that's something I mean, reading uh, takes time. <laughs> it does. It does. You you just volunteered someone to um, occupy their time. Yeah. And they have to dev- devote themselves to that. So that's definitely, books are kind of like a a real um, agreement. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And <sighs> I mean, just the same. I've taken it back there a couple of times, but video games the same way, you know, it's... Uh, Devoting a lot of time. Yeah, absolutely. And, if, and just gifting to each other type of thing where mm-hmm. you feel the necessity and the drive that, you gotta, oh, you got to get through it now. Like you got to do it. Shit. But yeah. I think um, it's really beautiful to see how close people come, become to these video games. Yeah. In terms of them being a production and a storyline. Yeah. And the different lives you kind of lead mentally and emotionally when you invest in a video game yeah that's really interesting absolutely because um i think one of the people who personifies this the most for me is uh joe ramirez joseph okay you know you know you know him i've met him once or twice yeah Yeah. um he kind of put it into perspective for me just in the various ways he expresses uh his interest in video games and I want to say Last of Us. Is okay, yeah. That, is that the one with the guy and the girl? Yeah, the girl? yeah. Okay, yeah. That was, and just how like important that video game is to him. Right. And kind of, I kind of saw like, oh, there's a different kind of like realities that you 
exist, you know? Yeah. You get like really like, oh, I grew up like that. My life um, was going on while I was playing this game. So yeah. you inter like it's like interwoven. Yeah. And like, I, I, sorry. Oh, um, go for it. I, I have something just like different to most. Cause when you're talking about, you know, diving into these other worlds and video games and whatnot, you're, you're talking about a lot of just like single player campaign. They're, they're driving a story, yeah. which is games that I have never gotten into. I've oh, okay. never played the okay. last of us. I've never, you know, that's it's never been. Got it. And it's, it's not inherently because I don't like what, single player games. Well, what's your experience with your, the kind of video games you play? What are the, what are those? Uh, most, a lot of just like multiplayer, a lot mm-hmm. of, um. So there's a camaraderie that aspect to it that you really Yeah. Enjoy? Uh, it's the, it's the, the sportsmanship, the teamwork type of mm-hmm. games. Um, you would have made a great jock. I do, and that I, I grew like, and that's the thing is, is internally, I I feel like if you could see an image of who I am mentally, I, mentally, yeah. like it's totally like monster sports bro, like on the football team, like uh, see, jockey. I, I think that um, our culture has negatively stigmatized it because unfortunately there is a lot of um, fuck ups, yeah, like in people, yeah, that, like. Whether you're a good person or a bad person, some of them end up being jocks and they suck. But there's great people who become athletes, and I think there's a natural competitive force and drive for us to be um, competitive with each other, but also have a camaraderie and teamwork is extremely like athletes are some of the most mentally tough people in yeah. the entire world, and so much of like my life, I avoided jockisms and sports and i thought it was like super douchey because i was like that's not there's no like in like cognitive uh pursuit in that that's lame and then i realized like no it's actually a a whole different type of uh mental stamina intelligence and like uh brain toughness that you we don't even have not doing it yeah absolutely and so even diving into team-based games right like beyond just you know the, the beyond beyond sports you end up getting into this kind of realm the games that i play you get into this realm of the nerdy kids that aren't outside playing video games or playing sports rather mm-hmm. <laughs> they're inside playing video games but they're playing these like teamwork based sports games and so you have this like clash of some people who grew up learning sportsmanship and understanding that if someone on your team like fucks up like it's like damn that sucks but what caused that and how can you make it better versus the other people who come strictly from like a, a video game studying yeah, background yeah. that is just like, Oh, you fucked up. You're the worst. Like, how dare you? And they get into this kind of like really shitty, like mm-hmm. I'm better than you kind of attitude. And I think it's, there's a huge split there too. Yeah. The, it, it, I wish there was, um, I think, I think we're seeing it actually more and more that there's, uh, these gaps are being bridged and yeah. realize that like, Oh, like, we're all just different kinds of geeks and we're all just different kinds of jocks in both respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like you guys are geeky about sports and you guys are jocks about video games. Yeah. I mean like that's how like there's an, I love that. There's a good identity to it. Yeah, absolutely. Good feeling. Yeah. But single player games is something I just never, never delved into. Never really got in. I mean, I always felt very alone. Um, in the world even you could build up characters all you want if i can't mm-hmm. interact with you and like i feel like that'll go away once ai gets to a point like artificial intelligence gets to a point where you it's indistinguishable yeah but in terms of growing up playing single player games that just doesn't that didn't exist so i was always i would beg my brother to like play tony hawk 
and yeah. you have someone to play with you. That's good. Yeah. yeah. The, so there's still a competition, but there's a thought I was having while you're saying this. I'm trying because I'm trying to I'm trying to listen to yeah. what you're saying, and then you yeah. said you. But I'm trying to remember something you said just made me really think. Uh, let me trace it back to. Oh, you know what? Something that's what I was gonna say. The the camaraderie of video games is yeah. something I really am happy for yeah. and happy about people having. Like when it comes to like live streaming with your friends. Oh yeah, and like having like you're talking to someone around the world. People develop like when you see these posts about people meeting their like friends that they played online with for years. Yeah. they become real friends, or yeah. that people have like. Um, like a moment of silence or funerals for their friends online and they have these kind of things or those last online seven years ago type things where it's just I have have some like actually like you really lost a human connection you know and it was just through that and that's fucking heartbreaking can I use that as a segue to shout out if some ungodly reason Ian and Kev from Mm. um you guys, they played uh, Diablo 2 with me. Okay. I was nine, between nine and 11 years old. And these guys were um, two brothers, 21 and 24, uh-huh. uh, role models for me, man. Really? And absolutely. They were like older brothers that they treated me like a little brother. And um, I have no idea what happened to them. Oh, and it's no. like, it's what, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things that it's just like they're, 36 and 40 or 36 and 40 now. So they're like, Jesus. Yeah. And, and they affected my life so predominantly. So I just, if you're for whatever reason, Kev, Ian listening to this, uh, shout out. Do you have, <laughs> do you think there's like a missed connections hub I've tried. of video game like oh, yeah. gamers and they have to like, Hey, were you doing this? This is your username. Where are you? I'm looking for you type thing. So there's and no, you can search your own old names or usernames and mentions and stuff. As far as I'm aware, there's no like centralized hub for it. There there's Reddit, right? Be, there's well, like Reddit. There's Reddit where people make posts. That's just like, has like, yeah. if, if you're out there and. Once in a while, those posts will blow up and people will reconnect. That's and beautiful. It's, it's gorgeous. Up, it gets upvoted and stuff. Yeah. Like people are trying to find their like lost parents or something. Right. They're but adopted. Except usually they're doing it, you know, especially on the gaming subreddits mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, I played with somebody on in Halo 2, mm-hmm. you know, 15 years ago. And there have been a couple of stories where people like actually get back together and, That's and rekindle. But, I, I'm uh, sad that I can't even have that because I've never yeah. been online and played to someone and talked shit. Yeah, some of my best friends, just some of my actual best friends in the world are like nowhere local, like at <laughs> all. Just, they're, I mean, there are people in Florida, people across the U.S. that are just soul brothers and sisters, you know? <laughs> Do, does that make you feel like, do you have a disconnection or a difficulty making friends in person? No, I, I, think, okay. it, I think it helped me because oh, really? who were, yeah, okay. the people that, especially when I was, you know, coming of age on the internet, people who were on the internet at that time, was it wasn't everybody. It was it was the geeky nerds. It was okay. the, the people that, the outcasts, the, the mm-hmm. social outcasts. And so it got, it allowed me to understand how to approach just a wide variety of people. Okay. Um, which I think has helped me in the long run. That's good. Uh, That's it beautiful. also makes me feel like there's, I have this, almost like invisible safety net across the country where if I decided to take a, yeah, if I decided to take a road trip and I just broke down somewhere, I have friends that would be able to make a drive and come get me. That's beautiful. Yeah. You just hit them up like, Hey, listen, fuckers. Yeah. 
it's and same for them. You know, a lot of people come out to visit California, and if uh, if they're ever in trouble, nice. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Well, thank you for sharing all that uh, information about that. That's kind of yeah. like really beautiful. Yeah, I love it's, that. It's a unique experience. So, I love it. It's it's something I'm proud of. I'm proud of having you as a friend and having that insight. Now, thanks. Thank you for doing this podcast, Casey. Thanks for bringing me on. Thanks of course. Teach me how to ollie. Or getting those foundational skills It's going to happen within the week. Don't worry. Yeah. All right, man. I'm ready. Okay. Bye, guys. Later. Later.